Welcome, Black Hollywood Live fans. On today's Fit Club, we talk vaccinations, young blood, and more with Greenlee star Benjamin Patterson. Stay tuned. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. Okay, let's wind it down. Let's wind it down. Welcome, Fit Clubbers. We are back with an all-new episode. We are joined by my lovely, well, my lovely co-host here, Mr. <laughs> Ms. TK Trinidad. I can be lovely. <laughs> well, yes, and the handsome Mr. Benjamin Patterson of Greenleaf. I mean, we're in a different era. I guess you could be lovely. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Don't call me handsome. Times are changing. <laughs> Don't call her hands. <laughs> oh my God. Dark and lovely. <laughs> well, why don't you introduce yourself to the people, Miss Trinidad? What's up, guys? My name is TK Trinidad. And Mr. Patterson, where can they find you online, social media? You can find me online at Benjamin Patterson All Day on Instagram and Ben Just Creates on Twitter. Thirst nice. trapping. <laughs> right? You want to see them pictures, though? Bam. <laughs> With a little Same. family mixed in, a couple green leaf updates mixed a in. Yeah. I gotta keep it popping. Because when you're doing it right, you mix it, there's trap up. It can't just be everything, you know? For those out there taking notes. Um, but we got some great stories to talk about before we talk about your turn, your turn back to green leaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, very exciting. Um, but our first story is about these outbreaks of measles. Um, there's a big outbreak in New York and Washington in areas where people are not vaccinating their kids. And what I didn't realize is measles was eradicated in the United States in mm-hmm, 2000. Mm-hmm. And we've had a couple flare-ups since that came from um, outside, and now it seems like we're really dealing with it. And it looks like that um, when you get measles, two out of every 1,000 kids die. So it's pretty serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, look, uh, it looks like right now in these two areas, especially in Washington, typically you're supposed to get your measles, mumps, rubella vaccine before the, uh, kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And Less than 85% of these kindergartners are getting that vaccination, and you need about 95% to have herd immunity, which mm-hmm. means essentially if 95% of people are vaccinated, the it's herd has immunity. Through. It's not going right. to mm-hmm. continue to promulgate. So these are crazy issues. I, I, I don't know how I feel about vaccination myself because I refuse to get the flu vaccination. But yeah, I don't do that. But I was all about the measles, mumps, and rubella. I'm like, that's some old school stuff. Let's yeah. go ahead and get that. Um, what are your, your thoughts, and I know with you, with, uh, having a kid, You know, you have different concerns as well. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, and you bring up two really good points. One, I I don't get a flu shot as well, and I don't get the flu. Uh, However, I'm responsible for my own body. Mm -hmm. But as far as my son goes, the interesting thing is I was also one of the parents being like, well, I don't want to do that because I don't know what's happening in this and that. And there's Mm -hmm. statistical evidence will say, you know, there's autism linked to it, and there's Mm -hmm. this and that linked to it, and there's further complications. However, there's also the flip side of the coin saying, okay, so if, he gets sick, then it's my fault. And then yeah. you start looking around at the other little kids, like, okay, well, everyone's vaccinated. Let me get him vaccinated. So mm-hmm. it kind of, you you have to juggle it, you know yeah. what I mean? And then it's one of those things that kind of plays with your mind a little bit, but you ultimately, it's like for the welfare of the kid, you, yeah. you know. Yeah. And then with the flu shot, like, you're, it's part of your environment, right? So, you know, I know we all, because we don't hang out with a bunch of groups of individuals day in and day out this so that kind of plays into mm-hmm. if, they, if there's an office setting where I'm seeing people get sick often yeah. then I might be more prone to do it but I don't like groups of people on a daily basis is not you know my my, my thing so I wouldn't do the flu shot with the vaccination I was you know and I don't have kids but I was also siding on well I wouldn't want to do this because I don't know what's in it Yeah. however 
as far as I know, well, like I got got it when I was younger, and I, it was a prerequisite to take the kid to school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that like that's that's a thing too. So it's just one of those things. Like okay, well, you know, I got in. You know, I'm not crazy. Still <laughs> yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> then you know, yeah. like it's, it's kind of almost finding finding that finding that balance. Yeah, it's definitely the balance. Yeah, because obviously there's a risk in, in almost anything, but I'm not even sure that the anti and I don't I haven't looked deeply into what the anti vaccination sort of you know pushback is like is it that they feel that it's not um effective at all or they're saying the the benefits don't outweigh the risk well, or the pushback was like a lot of the, the the fact that you're giving well the pushback is a lot of things like yeah. you know the food the milk there's all this stuff that you're putting into your child right. yeah. that if you as a parent and adult have been trying to eat a healthy way and try to live a healthier lifestyle all these things that are that people are trying to subject their child children to you don't want that to be subjected to your child yeah so the pushback is like okay well you know the the shot that i may have gotten might be something different than my that my child would, would yeah, get. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if the intention is as pure as it was back then. Yeah, yeah. and another thing too, I know because as far as dietary stuff goes, like I don't drink milk now, but yeah. like I grew up eating cereal, and so I drink almond milk. But mm-hmm. that's like one of those things that as I'm an adult. You know, I can't say, well, you know, milk is bad, and but I drank it for like yeah, seventeen yeah. years. So how mean? bad is it? Yeah. So there's there's things where you have to like as the as the parent or even just as an adult, you have to remember like, okay, you can't forget that you ate Cheetos on the way home from school. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. drank, you know, Capri Sun, all the <laughs> things that are not really juice. Yeah. And you're fine. You yeah. know what I mean? For the without you know, without excess. But yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a couple things that go on in your mind. Yeah. yeah. And the the irony with the uh, the vaccination thing is sort of the the more complicated and I guess efficacious the treatment can be, the harder it is to prove to someone exactly what's in it if right. you don't have a degree in a microscope. You right. know, so it's kind of tough. But right now, it stands: seventeen states actually allow you to opt out of getting vaccinations for philosophical slash personal reasons. Um, usually, it's around medical or religious. But mm-hmm. well, it's the same thing now. when people have like those dogs. You know, those what it, service dogs. Yeah. Service dogs. Oh, Everybody yeah. has. You can buy that paper for like I fifty dollars. Yeah. Service rhinoceros. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they had, a, they had a peacock. Are you serious? On a plane. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. That's, that's, that's called a loophole. Straight, like flicked in the, in the throat. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. Crazy. Um, Service people. But um, hopefully, I guess hopefully people get vaccinated and we don't have a a, a crazy surge of measles. So, um, but our next story talks about young blood. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but people are getting I you. Ha- you no, have no. no? I okay. Not. I uh, was somebody, some rapper. <laughs> yeah, new rapper, Young Blood. You uh, spelled Y. <laughs> no, but this Young Blood is people are getting transfusions of Young Blood, and they're saying that it can make you age less, and it's going to and improves all these biomarkers of aging. And they even claim that it can help with memory loss, dementia, multiple sclerosis, heart disease, and PTSD. They might as well just get black blood then. <laughs> Another rapper. Uh, two things I do know. One thing I do know about a, a scenario in which that could be true. In yeah. blood doping, I know in sports, especially yeah. swimming because I was a swimmer, yeah. um, is when you take out yeah. you know, a couple of pints or a pint of your own blood, you swim, 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 your, blood, your body gets used to a certain amount of oxygen, and then yeah. bam, you hit it back up, and it's nothing illegal because it's just your blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yes... But then you have to look at who's actually taking the transfusions, yeah. and it's like if you're just a toxic person anyway. Yeah. Not saying personality wise, but it's like if you drink and you smoke and do all this other stuff, 
and then you throw the blood in the mix, like, it's really not going to do anything. Yeah, and if you're doing your own blood, blood doping will work for you, for your own Mm -hmm. blood taken out, but increasing your oxygen oxygen Mm -hmm. levels. But if you're talking about dementia, multiple sclerosis, heart disease, PTSD, now we're, wait a minute. PTSD, too, sounds kind of off. Yeah, I I don't know, but that's what they're saying. So the blood is usually donated between people between the ages of 16 and 25, Mm -hmm. and you're not allowed to get treatment till after 30, or at least this one group um, called Ambrosia is saying they're starting treatment with people after 30. Uh, And actually, in response to the FDA issuing these warning letters, Ambrosia has stopped doing this particular... um, Service. Yeah, this particular service. Uh, But the guy that ran the company, Stanford grad medical, um, from the the medical school of Stanford, Uh so um, bright guy, and they're selling it for 8,000 a liter, 12,000 for two liters, so you get a little bonus. That's the bright guy part right there. (laughs) Because honestly, like, if you look at who it's who the demographic they're pointing towards it's somebody that's like oh I want to do that because I'll feel and look younger but then like 30 is young yeah you know 40 is young women are getting Uh Botox at 21 yeah yeah. as a gift like oh honey here you go here's a gift card I have friends in their 20s 22, 23 getting Botox I'm just like what are you doing (laughs) and they look hella greasy (laughs) but it's like uh, apparently they do that for prevent like uh, to stop you from getting wrinkles in the first place they do it for prevention so that that you're aging slower but then like in the prime of your life when you're supposed to look Fresh and natural, right. fresh face. Like, you look like this. Yeah, like I am. Baby, I'm upset with you. I don't know. <laughs> different strokes for different folks. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, they actually, and they, there was a little bit of science behind this. So they did look at 200 people in 2016 um, to look at and found that the bi- the biomarkers were younger. But biomarkers are things you look at when you don't have. Uh, solid scientific evidence of what you want to find. Mm-hmm. So a biomarker might be an indication of something. Mm-hmm. So they, they looked at all these indications of youth um, rather than like sort of exactly what it is. Exactly. And it was not evaluated as a new drug and as a result the FDA did not look at it for safety. Right. So when, it's, when it has a clinical trial it's got to be looked at as a new drug. And I think people don't know that. And so I think if you're hearing that they've had a clinical trial you need to do a little bit further and find out exactly what the standards were for that trial. People trying to stay alive longer. People for, do the oddest know. things when they're convinced that this isn't okay. Yeah, it just really like there's so many things that like there's Botox shops. Says the there. guy with the like the well, muscle shirt. Well, yeah, I was well, gonna and say pretty well, face. Well, <laughs> People are just so <laughs> crazy. Yeah, yeah. The modeling my entire know, life, right? but <laughs> those things to themselves. What are you thinking? <laughs> but no, like in, in all seriousness, like I just went to a, a, a high school friend's wedding, and we were all there. It's like me and a whole bunch of friends listening to DJ Quick and having a great time, and mm-hmm. and I'm looking at my friends, and I'm like, you know what? All these dudes to me look like we did in high school. Like, the bigger dude was still bigger, but he's in shape, right. and he's tall. A couple guys lost their hair, a couple guys didn't. Um, for the most part, though, everyone kind of took care of themselves within the context of how they were in high school. Right. Yeah. Now, the few that I do know that were like, oh, man, you know, I'm old, dog. I can't do this and that anymore. And I'm like, dude, we're 30. You know what I mean? <laughs> and now I look at them, and I'm like, damn, you're like, it, age has come and got you. <laughs> it, it's... It's a mindset now at the same time, but I also like, you know, it's like when people see like that I have gray in my beard and they think I put it there. And I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> this I just, LA too. This is, you know, <laughs> like, oh, I just added a little gray. <laughs> like, I, I embrace what I have and yeah. I also go, okay, look, you know, I look at actors and I go, like, okay, there's not going to be a Sam Elliott if you get in Botox and you color your hair. So yeah. you can't age that way and look, you know, you can't look like a 60 year old dude and not be 60. You yeah. know what I mean? So I, you know, I, I take what I have and I'm like running with it. I do stay in the gym. I do stay, you really? know, working out. Really? <laughs> I couldn't have guessed that. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, like. But I think it's but, also different too because L.A. Like, I don't think my friends from Toronto have seen this, but like yeah. my my the the folks I went to high school with, like mm-hmm. some of them are two three kids in, mm-hmm. and they look terrible. Oh. <laughs> like they, <laughs> that's I why mean, you said I hope they're not. Yeah, <laughs> they they look they they. I'm sorry, <laughs> they they look they look. <laughs> Like if they were to come to LA, they would go back to Toronto and cry. Like yeah. they just, it's it's a di- it's a different lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. it is. So you know, it, it's very different. And then my lifestyle is different. Like even if I was back there, my lifestyle would still be totally different. Like mm. I was the I was the athlete who left who got a scholarship, the only one in my class. Oh wow! Yeah. So it's just kind of like it's a diff- It's just a different lifestyle. But there's nothing wrong with it because mm. they're living a totally different a totally yeah. different life as long as you're taking care of yourself. Yeah. Right. So now I do want to know what is the craziest thing you've done to get in shape for something or to to be on point. Hmm. Wow, crazy! So if you didn't take young blood transfusions, what was the craziest thing? Old blood, ninety five is a good year. Oh wow, the craziest thing! I think the craziest thing is I swam in an ice cold pool, an outdoor pool, right before a shoot, and like there was a hot tub which was like room temp, and so but the pool was not heated and it was at an apartment complex, Mm -hmm. so it was literally just cold for like months and it was November. And we were doing all of our shoots, and so I was like, uh, all the different models were getting lined up. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, dude's doing the push-ups. And I'm like, mm-mm, I'm going to jump in that water. <laughs> and I did, and I got Why? out and was like, bam, because my body goes into panic mode when I'm ready to swim. Like, I'm like, oh, so it was, like, better than doing anything else. Plus, the act of swimming, you're hitting every muscle group. Um, so yeah. I just swam for, like, five minutes, and then I got out and dried off, and it was like I was ready to roll. And I was cold it, as ice. It's a smart trick, but yeah, that that is uh, it's effective, but definitely painful. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> and so yeah, I even do. Well, now I do the cryo. So I think that's probably. Oh, I, see, the, I haven't yeah. done that yet. I heard like. And you get, you get a lot of the benefits because a the inflammation benefits, but mm-hmm. of course the body when you kind of blast with that cold air. The like body's Han working solo style. You're like, yes. <laughs> yes. so you, it's like it's got that effect of like, like almost getting that freeze dried effect, or mm-hmm. sort of your body just is like yeah. trying to hold on to warmth. You know, mm-hmm. so you do look better when you come out of yeah. the place. For my so. for poor people, you can do ice baths. Same, right? Yeah, ice yeah. baths. Poor, yeah. poor people. Yeah, poor people. If you can watch yeah. this, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or people who aren't in you know with a cryo <laughs> clinic nearby. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we also you can just look cold, <laughs> or you can just be homeless. Uh, that's awful. That's a joke. Don't don't quote him on that one. That'll be the quote from the show. <laughs> He's insensitive. <laughs> I'm making jokes. Uh, our next story involves, I guess, kind of decluttering your life. So they they find that when you declutter, um, you're able to actually eat better, and that's what kind of serves you. So. Two things, messiness and unplugging from technology. Mm-hmm. So, A, decluttering your kitchen. One of the things you want to do is make sure your counters are completely clear. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to make sure that your bad stuff, your chips and your cookies, whatever, are put away and hard to reach. But for me, when I do that, I like I end up just eating in one sitting because I want to put it back to the hard to reach place. <laughs> but, uh, what's hard to reach when you live, you know, when you're the adult? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, 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 hard to that's reach. just over there. Yeah, yeah. I'll get it's it. Hard to reach for Zach. <laughs> Not for me. So, um, so and you want to make sure that your snacks that are healthy are organized, and the only thing you keep on your counters are like fresh fruit. So things that you don't want to spark an idea of something when you just look into your kitchen. So, right. and then a guess about unplugging is about eating mindfully. And making sure that when you're eating, that you're being aware of the foods and the flavors and the, the response that you're actually getting full. So mm-hmm. you're not tweeting while you're eating. You're like, exactly. this is bomb ass chili. <laughs> it's, it's so you're dope. actually eating the chili. <laughs> and, and, and they actually did a study where they had people play solitaire and eat. And the people, the group that played solitaire and ate, they ate almost twice as much food yeah. and still said they were hungry 
as opposed to the group that didn't and that, that wow. felt full and <laughs> didn't eat as much. Mm-hmm. So technology will really distract us from being mindful and getting those signals that our brain is trying to tell us, hey, you're full. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, interesting. What about music during during a meal? Um, is there anything that you've read about that? What are your thoughts? I have not read anything about music. But I guess I w- it depends on the music, too. Exactly. I, I was like, all the time for every, I change it up, but I listen to music all the time. I think some music checks you in, and some music mm-hmm. can kind of just yeah. check you out. Yeah, yeah. And so, like yeah. Metal. I'm not like, if I'm listening like this to is a great steak. You know, I'm like, no. But if it's classical, I'll probably, oh, I'm getting full. Yeah. Wow, this is nice. According to Shaka <laughs> So that might have to be our next study is whether or not music affects. Um, have you done anything in, around your house to kind of like push yourself towards success? Wow. Yeah, absolutely. I have. Um, um, actually, speaking to the decluttering thing, I probably once a month or once every two weeks will go through the refrigerator and just toss stuff out. Like if it's old or if it's a if it's a leftover yeah. or if it's something that just is like a different substance at this point. Like it went from a solid to a liquid and I'm like, I don't even Damn. know who made Jello. <laughs> you know, that was not, you know. Um, but every now and then I'll get on the, the post-it note kick and I'll just put up a note that says, you know, like something either affirmational or just reminding me or, you know, I'll try different things. And sometimes yeah. I'll give it enough time to let it stick and then actually see the results and say, okay, yes, this works. And sometimes yeah. I'm like, eh, I tried drinking water tomorrow. You know, it's not working. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, different things, different times. Yeah. It just depends. Yeah, I mean, keep, keeping uh, – play- well, for me, I just don't have – um, I buy individual stuff, so I don't have like the bag of yeah. chips, and like that just doesn't that doesn't work for me. Like sometimes, like oh yeah, I'm gonna be good, and you pour it in a small bowl, but then you just go mm. back eventually, right. like yeah. just like Hagen Dazs, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I just buy I buy the small thing, and it's like that's I I already know I'm gonna eat it, yeah. so then then now force me if I want another one. It's like I have to go back to the grocery store. I'm not doing that. So I, I keep I keep my my fridge and very like clean, and I have like a whole bunch of like clean fridge. yeah, clean fridge, a whole Love bunch it. of yeah. vegetables, lots of frozen stuff, um, and for like quick stuff, I have stuff there too. So it's just easier for me, especially if you're like wanting to snack. Yeah. But there's nothing in your house to snack like like the bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Then you're like forced to eat the good stuff, or you're forced to question like, am I really that hungry? Right. Yeah. See, now I'm on, I'm fasting, so I don't have any of that. Ooh. So my my fasting is uh, I've been fasting to about between six to six p.m. to eight p.m. at night. Oh, okay. But basically between six p.m. and traffic. when I go to sleep, about? yeah, I can eat whatever I want. Okay. And uh, then okay. I just fast the rest of the remainder of the day. Okay. So it's been working out, <laughs> but there's no, there's not the temptation because I know I'm just not gonna eat. You know? But you so. also look great. Well, you have to like put that in there. Like you, your result is. Oh, so yeah, look. so far so good. So okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you really Shy pulled, was actually 85 years old. I got a birth certificate pulled up. The on truth me. is, <laughs> you haven't been put, um, doing your um, thirst traps as per usual, though. You know, it's been tough when you're working. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. as you can attest. Now nah, yeah. you're back on set. And and speaking of being back on set, <laughs> one of the our last story of the day um, has to do with exercise and what it can do for ED in black men. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, special okay. heads, special heads. So, uh, but why why I brought this story up is. This was the first time that a racially diverse group has ever been looked at for this subject. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to think Viagra's been around for how long? Cialis has been around for how long? Yeah, but think about the stereotypes, though. No, yeah, true. You, you have the stereotypes. And obviously, I think it must have played something into these studies. You yeah, know? well, I guess they figure out they, black men have big penises. Therefore, they don't need... They don't have they're, to, good. Yeah, good. they're good. We're good. We're good. So a lot of these studies, they just didn't have a representation. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, maybe they <laughs> But um, and and this was actually in Cedar Sinai at LA here, where they looked at three hundred um, guys. And what they're saying, though, for countries, especially like a country like South Africa, where you're talking about 78% of the population over 20 is black, Mm -hmm. you know, they didn't have these studies to rely on. Right. Mm -hmm. And so now they finally did a study, and uh, they found that doing exercise actually um, got rid of this erectile dysfunction issue, Mm -hmm. and that for men who did two hours of strenuous exercise or three and a half hours of moderate exercise or six hours of light exercise a week, right? a week. Oh, that's yeah. when they saw the yeah, yeah. that's when they saw the benefits and two hours of um, strenuous would be considered running or swimming for two hours mm-hmm. and so and even in the, the highest group the group that exercised the most had a 17.3% um, better rate than those that did not and so you're looking at three things one is um Pelvic workouts are very effective. Yoga, the thrust, um, weights. Yes. <laughs> uh, so these Bam. are <laughs> these are three of the um, some of the most effective movements you can do for mm-hmm. that. But of course, any exercise is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just was surprised that our community had been completely ignored on this issue for so long. I'm not surprised. <laughs> No, I mean, I think there's there's a couple of things. There's a study that came out, um, well, Serena Williams like brought it to the forefront, but there's a study that came out where, you know, doctors uh, in particular think black females, like, they're just stronger. Yeah. So they don't really, you know, when a female says, when a black female says, oh, like, I feel this way, they, a doctor won't necessarily take that into, like, context, like, oh, we need to get this, um, get you uh, looked at. So yeah. for Serena Williams, she actually had to push... Because she was feeling a certain way after she had her child. Yeah. And if she didn't push, she could be dead now. Yeah. Right. So it's just one of those things. So it's just like I, I feel like sometimes we are overlooked because of those stereotypes. So yeah. a stereo- like a study like this is because of the stereotypes of, you know, black men can do this and they can do that. And they're, you know, known as being whatever in the bedroom. It's like, well, they don't have to worry about that stuff. Yeah. You know, you know, it's not. And of course, it's, a, it's, it's like a positive stereotype. But when it comes to the medical community, you want them to actually be using science and not be yeah. like, yeah. like, hey, look, all blood yeah. is blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit ain't working. <laughs> said working. So uh, we, we're, we're all wondering if you'll have those concerns, uh, or at least if your character Noah will have those concerns <laughs> what a um, this season. <laughs> This season on Greenleaf. So we're just excited. For, we're yeah. just excited for your return. Yeah. We can't believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was very happy to get the call, mm-hmm. and um, once I read the first scene that I'm in in the first episode, I was very excited, mm-hmm. and I left it at that. And you were the first person I told. <laughs> I told him at the gym. I was like, okay. hey, look, don't tell anybody. <laughs> now we're just gonna bring you on the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's it's uh, I, the fans will be in a fluster. I think I, I well, think of course, it's got to be. It's, it's going to be. It's going to be good. It's, it's got to be, be a good. fluster <laughs> following the good. line. Um, how, how have you liked the last few seasons? Have you been following? I actually have, and interestingly enough, so we did a show, um, an after show. I think it was for season two. Uh, I forget what was going on in the episode, but needless to say, I didn't watch the rest of the episode mm-hmm. or the rest of the uh, season because I wasn't on it. So uh-huh. I was like, whatever, I'm busy. Um, but when I found out I was back on. I've been watching three, and the most interesting thing is in episode I think it's eight when they're talking. The whole family's getting ready to. Um, uh, they're going to talk about the sisters uh, passing, and there mm-hmm. was the anniversary of that. And they're all looking at pictures. There's a scene where Grace goes upstairs and she opens a Bible, and she pulls out a picture. And that picture is of me and my brother, and it's the craziest thing to see. Like in the middle of the night, I'm like, if you watch it, it's, like uh-huh. it's. And they don't. She goes, I miss Faith. 
But I'm like, but that's clearly me. <laughs> and I'm like, those are my sheets. There's my, and there's me. It's me and my brother. So I, I never understood the context of it, but it was actually kind of a cool surprise. Uh-huh. And I thought she was gonna say something like, "Oh, you know, I wonder what Noah's up yeah. to." You know, well, yeah. you didn't really say like at the end of this. Like the last time we saw you, mm-hmm. like you just disappeared. Yeah, the show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what? That's how it was written. That's how it was written. Oh, and okay. so as it was written, it was acted out. So I, you know, and there was no, never any, like any bad terms. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know, That's like why that. it was so like okay. Because yeah. I was getting asked those questions, you know, via social media yeah. and also my family. They were yeah. like, "So why aren't you there?" You know. Uh, but all that to say, I'm back. It's going. Do you explain right. where you go? I don't. The audience is going to find out, though. Right? He well, just said he to. didn't. No, I mean. I'm saying at, at the end of the season, we would have you have to pay off the audience with knowing what took place in this interim, right? You think so, but uh, yeah, I, yeah, I can't, I can't dive too much into that. Well, we do know he was he'd gotten married or was about to get married, about to get married, and, 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 with, and, um, and went off with yes. Anna. What was, what was an Anna? Well, it was, a, it was Isabel. Isabel. It was yeah. a confirm <laughs> that you went off. Like, as far, yeah, yeah, as far, well, yeah it was, it's assumed it's, that we okay. we get the motel. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. We don't have the ED yeah. problem, <laughs> and then we leave to go to uh, Denver. Oh, okay. But it's been a few years now, so the ED has happened, so now um, we got to get back to exercising and grace. So, <laughs> wow. But I will say that the um, come whenever I guess we're going to premiere later this year, maybe um, August or so or July. Um, it's going to be good. Okay. And, and, gonna be good. and are you keeping up with your fitness while you're going between places? I am. Because you're back and forth now. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I am. Um, yeah, and I swim. Um, I'm at about three days a week. And then I've also started running, which I'm not a fan of running. But mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know what? I was listening to some 90s hip-hop. That's my thing. <laughs> um, I started listening to some great music. And next thing you know, I've been on the treadmill for 15 minutes. Oh, so nice. I was like, okay. So now, I'm, now I run. <laughs> so it's like run, swim, lift. And I know, I know Merle is into that fitness. Do you guys? Oh, yeah, do you guys? Work out together? No, we. You know, and she's the thing about. I will say, I applaud her is being the lead on the show. Is the amount of dialogue. Like I know how long it takes me to memorize. Let's just say three three pages of something, and then if there's a rewrite. So in order to have that much stuff stored, and to stay in shape. <laughs> And be a dad. Like, there's a lot of things. So I, I give so much credit to any actor. I, I, I am just floored by the amount of stuff that she has to deal yeah. with. Um, but no, she she stays she stays fit on her own. <laughs> so she there's no right. there's no castmate workouts. Not yet. Yeah. No, I've I've seen people like post stuff where they come in yeah. like, oh, we were out you know roller skating or we did rock climbing or whatever. Yeah. But you know, I'm back and forth. So the yeah. main cast is is in Atlanta. So. And I will see them very soon. Yeah. I will see them all very Congratulations. soon. Congratulations. Yeah, we were excited for uh, for this turn. Uh, I mean, like every season, I'm just like, but, but where is Because I, I feel like every season there would be like a moment where it would be like, like in the how are we not addressing like him? Yeah. Not, like it feels like someone should say something, but yeah. Um, but we do have a thing at the end of our show. It's called Fit Club 5. Oh. Where we're going to ask you five rapid fire questions. And uh, so we are to get to know you better, get a little insight into Mr. Patterson. All right. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, last person you text. You no last person I, was I text like, wait, was what? my my friend Mo who lives who's a who's also a um, a crew person in TV world. Uh, yes. Dream dinner guest, alive or dead, Prince. Last meal I cooked last night. That was that was your so, last meal. Oh no my oh no my last meal was um, <laughs> I had a sandwich on the way here from Bonds. I had a I was like you and that shaka fast thing. Uh, favorite junk food. Giant burgers. 
See, he, eat, he must not eat junk food because he had to think he was like, no, 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 because I, I have to remember because I know Bay Area people are going to you better say Giant Burgers. <laughs> Giant Burgers. It's like In N Out is to LA, uh-huh. Fat Burgers to LA, Giant Burgers is to Oakland. Oh, okay. And Giant Burgers are hella good. <laughs> okay. Some people uh, call them Quarter Pounder, but Giant Burgers. If you were on Death Row, what would be your last meal? Death Row, the rap label? Oh, I was quick with that one. <laughs> Bam. What would be my last meal? <laughs> he was trying to buy himself some time. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be with Death Row with Pac. Um, last meal on Death Row. It'd be like a 12-course <laughs> full-on, like, it would start with duck. It would be like a light confit. I don't know what that is. Maybe like a little pate, some sushi. That'd be a long meal. Yeah. Right? It's so funny. Yeah. I had one girl, she's like, I would just donate my meal because you know when you die, it yeah. all it comes yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, it comes out. She's like, I'll just donate my meal. <laughs> I was like, that's great. <laughs> right, but you're going to die. I'm so going like, to try to eat right eat. up until the, the chair or the injection. I'm I want to have that you know what? I strike all that. I want I want to go to Fat Burger and order the tallest, like they do the 12 by 12. Oh, my goodness. I'm trying to eat that. That's it. And then when I finish, they can like, If it doesn't kill me, then I guess you guys can go ahead. Oh, that cleanup will be terrible. Oh, my God. Like, well, he had a fat burger. (laughs) Fifteen patties, this one here. That's an awful voice, the executioner. He can talk uh, like anybody. uh, We've got to thank you, man. This is incredible. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. What other other secrets or tidbits can you give us on Greenleaf or anything else you're working on right now? I I wish I could tell you. when, When we do... Let's do this. When we do episode one, yeah. I will be here. Yes. If okay. I don't have a crazy party at the house as a viewing party. Oh, so we're having yeah. a party at your house? Yes. Oh, nice. Okay. Yes. We're doing yes. the podcast from there. Yeah. We, there could, we could get like some remote, get the camera people there. We could do some remote. I would totally be down. I'm absolutely serious. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll lead some insight into that. Uh, musically, the, the last project is now finished. It's under my own name, Benjamin Patterson. Uh, look for that in May. Um, yeah, there's nice. that's 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 about Third it. Right on now. Instagram. Yeah, yeah, stay stay in touch uh, in touch with Benjamin Patterson all day. Um a couple good things are coming. Yeah, and next time maybe we gotta get you to like play some music here too. I yeah, would love awesome. to. It's it's all mine, so it's not that cool. you yeah. license. Yeah, we're good, right? Good on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> right. Man. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much. Um again, guys, my name is Shaka Smith. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Shaka Strong. And you can find me on everything at TK Trinad. And you can find me at Benjamin Patterson all day and Ben Just Create. Thank you guys for joining us. Ciao. On behalf of our BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood Redefined.